Australia's new fleet of nuclear-powered submarines will be based on a modified design from one ally with parts and upgrades from another ally. All those details ahead, I'm Brooke Holes. First, your ticket feed this hour. U.S. government is launching an investigation into the Memphis Police Department following the death of Tyree Nichols. We have an update on the two surviving Americans who were kidnapped at gunpoint in Mexico. Ticket's U.S. correspondent Veronica Dudo live for us now. Lawmakers are ready to introduce legislation that would allow the United States military to take action against drug cartels at America's southern border. I'm Veronica Judo, live in New York, and I'll have that story coming up. The U.S. is set to end travel restrictions on people coming from China as concerns ease over the COVID situation in the country. I'm Adam Hancock in Singapore, and I'll have all of the details shortly. <laughs> And Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese arrives in India just before jetting off to an all-important AUKUS meeting to discuss nuclear-powered subs. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers around the world. It's great to see you today. Brick Holes with you this hour. Plenty ahead, but first. To developing news out of the US and the government is launching an investigation into the Memphis Police Department following the death of Tyree Nichols. The 29-year-old black man died in January, three days after being pulled over and beaten by police. The Department of Justice says it will examine certain policies and practices of the Memphis Police Department. The department's training, data and processes related to the use of force will also be investigated. As well as de-escalation and special police units like the one involved in stopping Nichols before his death. The review was requested by Memphis Police Chief in the wake of the young man's death. Two surviving Americans who were kidnapped at gunpoint in Mexico last week are being treated and are in hospital. For more, let's bring in Tigger's US correspondent, Veronica Dudo, who has the latest from this situation. Veronica, what more can you tell us here today? Hey there, Britt. Well, what we do know is more information continues to come to light in this shocking story where four Americans who crossed over into the Mexican border were taken captive against their will at gunpoint. Authorities have said they were also tortured and that these drug cartels moved them around from house to house so that investigators couldn't find them. We do know that one of the survivors, who is Latavia Washington McGee, is set to come home on Wednesday. Another survivor, Eric Williams, was shot three times in the leg. He needed surgery in a Texas hospital. Meanwhile, they have confirmed that two people who died were Sharid Woodward and Zindel Brown. This comes as lawmakers have now introduced legislation that would deem these drug cartels terrorist organizations, which could then allow the United States military to take action. Take a listen. Either way, it's the same result for the United States. Chaos, heartache, terrorism, murder, and it needs to come to an end. So we're going to do two things today. We're going to introduce legislation in the coming days and try to make it bipartisan to designate these groups foreign terrorist organizations under U.S. law to open up more capability to go after them and their 
uh, conspirators all over the world. Secondly, we're going to introduce an authorization to use military force where the United States military can go in and destroy these labs and destroy these networks if possible. Authorities have said they believe that the group of four friends who were heading into Mexico so that one of them could have a cosmetic surgery were mistaken for a Haitian drug smuggling ring. And that's why another drug cartel took them at gunpoint. Meanwhile, according to statistics, some 200 Americans die from fentanyl overdose every day. Take a listen to this powerful testimony from a mother who lost two sons to fentanyl poisoning. 100,000 die every year and nothing's being done. And you talk about children being taken away from their parents. My children were taken away from me. (laughs) This is a war. Act like it. Do something. So now we will wait to see if the Biden administration will support legislation that would deem those organizations terrorist organizations. And additionally, if the Biden administration will take a stronger stance to secure America's southern border. Brett. Thank you, Veronica Udo, for that update. The U.S. is set to lift COVID travel restrictions for arrivals from China. For the past few months, any travellers arriving from the Chinese mainland and Hong Kong have had to display a negative COVID test just to enter. Tigger's Adam Hancock reports from Singapore. When China lifted its zero COVID policy late last year, there was a huge wave of infections across the country. With the virus ripping in a population of almost one and a half billion people, there were serious concerns about the possibility of new variants emerging. In response to that threat, a number of countries, including the United States, South Korea and Japan, imposed travel restrictions on people coming from China. Now, in December, when the US announced that travellers from China would need to show a negative test to enter their country, sources told media outlets that that decision was made due to a lack of transparency from Chinese officials on case numbers. But now those restrictions in the United States are set to be lifted. This story was first broke by the Wall Street Journal, who said the decision was made by national security and health officials and airlines should be notified shortly. Now, the Biden administration says it will still continue to monitor cases both in China and around the world. And this decision is somewhat of a surprising move, really, considering the recent tensions between the US and China, with some seeing it as possibly Washington extending somewhat of an olive branch out to Beijing. And this decision comes on the week when China have been quite openly critical about the United States. President Xi making those comments about Washington trying to suppress and contain China. But maybe a little bit of hope in improving this relationship with the decision to end testing on people traveling from China to the United States. Reported from Singapore, Adam Hancock for Ticker News. An important AUKUS meeting will set the stage for nuclear-powered submarines. It comes as Australia's Prime Minister Anthony Albanese heads to India for trade and security talks. He will then travel over to the US next week for a trilateral meeting with the US President and British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Reports say the UK is set to unveil a nuclear subs deal with Australia and US parts and upgrades will then be provided for the subs as well. Supplying Australia with the nuclear-powered sub was the end to peace for the AUKUS 
AUKUS defence pack announced all the way back in September 2021. The US and UK agreeing to share secret reactor tech in a surprise deal so Canberra could dump its deal with France. Rishi Sunak is also expected to unveil a refresh of Britain's review of defence and foreign policy in the light of the war in Ukraine. Adidas is set to cut its 2022 dividend, warning a split with Kanye West could push it to its first annual loss seen in three decades. Francis Maguire reports. Adidas has warned its split with Kanye West could push it to its first annual loss in three decades this year. The sportswear giant ended its partnership to produce the Yeezy sneaker line with West last year. That's after the rapper and fashion designer made anti-Semitic remarks. The split cost $632 million in sales in the fourth quarter, while Yeezy shoes would have brought in an estimated $1.2 billion this year. The impact of that saw Adidas slash its 2022 dividend. It's a challenging start for new CEO Bjorn Golden. He took charge of Adidas on January 1st and pledged to rebuild the brand. Golden said the company faced a transition year before returning to profit in 2024. Adidas has forecast underlying operating profit at roughly break-even this year. China is expected to drive sales following the end of health crisis lockdowns, but that boost is likely to be wiped out by the impact of the Yeezy split. Adidas shares fell as much as 3% after Wednesday's announcement. Stay with us. We have plenty more Ticker News coming up right after this. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.